This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It is Tuesday, June 7th. And I'm not here, Mark. I am actually in Las Vegas, but we are pre-taping this so that we have uninterrupted delivery of great podcast content to all of our very able listeners. How are we doing on all of our vacation stuff, Mark? Are we are we set? Like, how are you feeling about the, the summer months? I don't think we'll ever be set set, but we're in pretty good shape. We, you know, we got an early jump on it this year. So if, if that had not happened, we would be pretty screwed. I, when did I give you my vacation schedule? I can't ever, I was funny. I was, I think a few months ago, I'm like, okay. And you're like, well, you're taking like 10 weeks off. I can tell you it was Tuesday, February 8th. Get out of here. I did. I did it that early. Yep. I have it right here because I, I reference it uh, just about every week. <laughs> well, I mean, some of it is vacation. Some of it is work that I'm traveling for work. So Mark is very um, emphatic about the fact that he does not like to rerun things it, unless we have a fantastic interview. And then we do. We do rerun some stuff, but it's not like we take a week off and just rerun stuff for a solid week that we don't do. No, we've never done that. So so now Mark is done with his COVID and um, and I'm speaking to him just days after his now newly minted bride also has COVID and your son has so far evaded this? Uh, as far as we know, I mean, every time we've tested him, it was negative. Maybe he's had it and we weren't aware. I don't know. He's never been that sick, though. No, nothing. No, nothing terribly. I don't know. You know, who knows how kids handle it? I have no idea. It's so interesting. Let's do this. Let's make a pinky swear that you're just done with this for now. Okay. You're going to be done with it. It's going to be okay. Even though your spouse just walked by and said, well, I could get it again, which was very negative for her. She's usually not like that, is she? No, that just tells you she's feeling sick. Because I said, oh, it's good. You have it. You got it over with before you go on vacation. Well, she's like, nah, well, I know people who got it again. I got my booster shot. It's still fire hot and red. These shots just slam me. I must have a very fragile constitution. Jackie was like, fine. I think there'll be another one in the fall. It's just, it's never ending. I hope that I, I would like to strike the word COVID from our vocabulary. We can't just yet. Anyway, this is a program that is not uh, talking about your um, physical health. Although, you know, Mark, whenever someone says to me, you know, at least you have your health, then they quickly go into their money. So it's once your health is secure, you go into your money. Do you have some concerns about your money? some financial decision you're ready to make, we would love to hear from you. All you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. A form will pop up magically and you complete the form. When you get to the end of the form, it says, would you be willing to come on the air? And if you say yes, then guess what happens? (gasps) 
Mark does everything else. That is what Ayana did. She is on the line from California. Hello, Ayana. How are you? What can we do for you? Hi, I am great. Thank you. I hope you are well. My husband and I have money all over the place, and I feel like we need to consolidate. And also, I just don't know what to do as far as investing, um, where we have quite a bit of money just sitting in a savings account as well. So I just... Mm -hmm. I need help with consolidation, whether right. it's worth it to get a financial advisor. And I got it. We're going to just do a, like a top to bottom, like, let's see where things stand. So, Ayana, how old are you? I am 40. And how old is spouse? 41. Are you both working? Yes. Tell me about how much each of you earns. So, I earn between 200 to 250, depending on the year of sales. I would say an average. And he's um, about 250. Ooh, look at these two, huh, Mark? All right. Um, do you have kids? We have two little boys, yes. How old are they? Three and a half and five. Let's talk about on your 500 grand, on each of your salaries, are you putting money into retirement accounts? My husband just switched to a W-2, so we were both 1099s, but I have a I have a SEP IRA, which I have now moved to a solo 401k, and he had the same, but now he has his work 401k. How much are you putting into your solo 401k right now? 30000 a year. That's great. How much is in the SEP IRA right now? Um, my SEP IRA has 344000 Great. And how much money is in the solo 401k? I know it's new. 95000 Great. Okay. Now, husband, does he have an old SEP IRA also? Yes. How much is in that? 75000 Okay. And what's in his current 401k? Uh, 100000 Any Roth assets? Um, he has a non-custodial Roth. A non-custodial Roth? I don't That's know what, what that means. Called. I don't either. Okay. It's with Northwestern Mutual. I have no idea what that is either. It's but Northwest Mutual. So a non, I don't know what non-custodial means in that sense, but if Northwestern Mutual is an insurance company. So how much is in the Roth at Northwestern Mutual? 29000 he had all of his investments with Northwestern Mutual, and then he moved them to North uh, New York Life. Why is he into all these insurance companies? I don't know. This was before me. <laughs> okay, wait. So where is the set? Is the SEP with Vanguard? Vanguard. That's Vanguard. So both of and our SEPs and individuals are with Vanguard. Does your husband right now? How much is he putting into his company's four hundred one k? Is he maxing it out twenty thousand five hundred dollars? Yes. The solo 401k mm -hmm. that you're putting $30,000 away into, how is that set up? So you're putting in a $20,500 and then what? And then how do we get the extra so um, it's em money? Um, well, it's employee and employer. So okay, it was, I just want to make sure. So yeah, I got it. Okay. Yeah. So there's a, you've created sort of like a match for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay, good. Somebody has checked that out for you. No, you're not doing that all on your own, like guesstimating, right? No, I just do the maximum limit from what my CPA does. But great. Perfect. Tells me that, what to do. Yeah. Good. That's what I want to know. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So now, bunch of money in SEPs, bunch of money in 401ks, bunch of money that's floating around in some Roths. You mentioned some brokerage accounts also? Yes. What do you got? So my husband has a uh, just a Fidelity brokerage account that has mm -hmm. 300000 What's in that account? Like mutual funds or... What he, do you think? 
He does he does a lot of individuals, which is shocking oh. to me. Um, I'm okay. more of the mutual fund and you know index fund type of girl ETF. Yep. What's in your brokerage account? I have thirty three thousand. And you said like mutual funds. Yeah, I have some fidelity, like small cap, medium cap. Okay. What about any other assets? Like where where are all those old where did all of those old insurance company assets go? You're gonna hate this just from listening to your podcast. We both have whole life insurance. Ooh, um, all right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean it sounded great and it, you know, it's an annuity when you turn sixty five, I guess. So Yeah. Um do you want the cash value on those? Yes. I okay. like first I wanna know, okay, the whole life on your life, what's the death benefit? A million. The cash value is twenty nine thousand. And when did you start this policy? Three years ago. And your husband's. So he has a universal life insurance. Yep. The surrender value is one hundred and seven thousand. Okay, he's got a bunch of cash value in there. He must have rolled all those old products into this. Yeah, uh, I and think then so. what is the life insurance death benefit on the policy? Two million, I believe. Well, he has a whole, I, I don't know which one is the $2 million, but he has a whole life insurance policy as well. Oh, so he's he got not one, but life. two. Yeah, and a whole life. Oh, my God. You guys are, you, someone sold the crap out of you, too. I know, I know. Um, do we have 529 accounts for the kids? We do. Both How much have is in 15, there? One five. We just started. Yeah, one five. Great. Any other investments that I missed? We have I-bonds. How much? 40000 total. 40000 got yeah, it. Okay, great. Do. House. We have a house. Good. How much is it worth? <laughs> um, <laughs> right now, um, yeah. it's about one point six. Is there a mortgage outstanding on it? About seven hundred thousand. The interest rate? Two point seven five. Woo, baby. Okay, great. And you love this house. This is the house you're going to keep. I mean, it wasn't, but <laughs> I mean, we love it enough. Yes, we're, we're going to keep it whether we move or not. That's okay. the plan. Yeah. Well, are you going to move? Not right now. There's nowhere to move to. Okay, right. Exactly. So for t- today you're staying. Okay, good. Don't today make extra staying, payments. Yeah. Do not make no. any extra payments on your mortgage. Okay. Do you guys have wills and all those kind of fun documents? Yes. Oh, let me ask one other question. Ayana, do you have disability insurance for yourself since you're self-employed? No, I don't. All right. What else? And we have um we so we have a bunch of money in like personal savings account that used to get, you know, 2% interest and it was just liquid for us. And mm-hmm. so now I don't really know what to do with all that and whether I 400,000 in a personal, like in an American express savings account and an ally account. Okay. You got an, I think that's a plan, a good emergency reserve fund. This episode is brought in part to you by audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod 
to 500-500. Mark, what would you like to do first? You want to go through this? I mean, they're in good shape. They they have good numbers. It's just everything's kind of spread out all over the place uh, and, you know, just consolidate and consolidate at a cheaper place. A lot of these places are not that cheap. Yeah. That's the problem. Okay, here's my big question for you. Do you manage most of this? I mean, like, which of yes, these platforms? What, what, okay, what platforms do you like the best? Do you like Fidelity? Is that like I, the place you I like it or Vanguard. what? I love Vanguard. I like Fidelity and Vanguard. I think they're both great. Um, I personally am like Vanguard. I don't know. First of all, you each have these brokerage accounts at Fidelity. Are you inclined to just keep those? That's my first question. Are you inclined to keep the stuff at Fidelity or do you want to consolidate everything to Vanguard? Because now you got most of the money at Vanguard for the retirement, but you've got the Roth money and the brokerage money at Fidelity. So it's like it kind of would be easier if you could just pick one of those two. My thought was, you know, when I'm correct me if I'm wrong, like when you're the personal investment stuff, you know, Fidelity has their perks because there's no fees when you do it on the Fidelity platform as well as Vanguard, right? So I thought yeah. to keep, you know, maybe both for brokerage, just so that I can pick and choose the funds and not have to pay for Vanguard if I'm using the Fidelity platform. I mean, it doesn't matter. Or does that really? not that big of a no, deal? It really doesn't matter. It's like you're just going to use index. I mean, for you, maybe your husband, if he with his individual stock nut, but you're not managing that. You can kind of move your money anywhere you wanted to. I don't know. I wouldn't care very much. Like, aren't you just using index funds? And an index fund at Vanguard is the same as an index fund or an ETF at Vanguard. I mean, at v- for Fidelity, they're like kind of interchangeable. doesn't matter. So I wouldn't worry about that. I mean, look, I don't really care. If you didn't mind managing in two different places, I don't ma- care. If you're like, you know what? I really like having both, then fine. Do that. That's okay with me if it's like too much of a problem. So the, but the first thing is I want to consolidate his Roth into his Roth. Number one, that's easy. Number two is the amount of money in these insurance products is problematic to me. I would suspect that you guys could just get term life insurance policies and blow out of these whole life policies. However, I'm not going to give you that advice right away. I actually think in this case, it would be helpful if you guys could get somebody to do a quick analysis of these insurance products, someone who is a fiduciary. I mean, you are you okay managing the money overall on your own? Is that like what you, f- you feel comfortable doing it or not? Yeah, I, I do. I just, you know, like the insurance stuff, I don't fully understand. So I'm not yeah. comfortable with that. And I don't, right. you know, I mean, I, I of course, like, listening to your show, we're sold on the whole annuity afterwards and we don't have to worry and you can draw from it. So it sounded like a good deal, but there's, we're kind of stuck though. I, I thought like well, now well, here's the, yeah. So here's the problem. You've got a, you've only bought yours three years ago, right? And because of that, you have a surrender value usually goes down like 10, nine, eight. So like a certain percentage, it may be worth your while to wait a few years and be stuck with that stupid policy so that the fee to actually get out of it goes down a little bit. On your husband's, I don't know if, I don't know when he bought these two policies. It sounds like he bought these earlier than you did, right? Correct. Yeah. Maybe like five years before me. It may be worth it. Look, I think what would be helpful is to go to a fee only financial planner to help you with the insurance piece and get advice about that to do an analysis and say, you know what? I want to pay you by the hour. I want to manage. You be be very upfront so that you can just say, we have these insurance policies. We want to know what is the best way to think about getting out of them. 
I'm going to send you a couple of names of people. Okay. Just like pay them by the hour and let them do an analysis and tell them what to do with these stupid policies. And then beyond that, whatever money's going to these insurance policies, eventually you're going to put them into the 529 plans. So there's two different things here. So one is that, you know, you need some sort of game plan to get your, your, out of the insurance products. And the other is, what's your game plan for the savings accounts? And what you could do is, you know, here we are, we're talking to you and it's, you know, we are, we're not even halfway through the year. You could take some of the savings account money right now and you could say, okay, you can give $16,000 to anybody every year. So that would be $32,000 per kid. So you could basically say, because you're a couple, so you could put 32,000 in your 529 for one kid, 32 in the other kids. And then in six months, you can do it again, right? After the calendar year changes. So right on January 3rd, whatever, do it, do it again. The rest of the money that's in savings, like, I don't know how much you really think you would be using to move to a new house if that were really going to happen, but I get at least half of that money working for you and put it into your brokerage accounts. Yeah, we were thinking we wanted to invest in some property, some real estate, but. Oh, why are you crazy? I mean, first of all, property prices are up by 20% and stocks are down by 20%. What do you think is the better buy right now? You know, really? Right. Right. So um, I think that putting your money to work is like, you're so lucky that you have cash to put to work. So that's what I would do. I just had one question I forgot to tell you. Um, So he, my husband also has a previous IRA and SEP IRA from way before. This is part of the consolidation with New York Life, New York Life, are you able to roll that or do you get penalized for that? Like, I want to roll all of these things into just one account. Yeah, how much? 200 in an IRA. Holy an 83 crap. 83 in a SEP IRA. I know. These are old, though. These are very old. But these are with New York, New York Life, which is the same financial person he had everything with, which... This person I'm really sure. screwed him. I know. I just didn't know how you can roll IRAs or SEP IRAs. You can roll. So just so here's what you have to think about. When you're thinking about consolidation, the first thing you have to do is like account to like account. The difference for you is that when there's an insurance product, there's often a fee to get out of them. It may be worth it just to pay the fee and get out of them, especially if they're old and they may not have fees anymore. Again, it may be worth it for you to also hire a financial advisor, a, an hourly person to really go through everything and say, you know, I need to consolidate all this and they'll do it for you. Or you, you'll you say, I want to hire you to tell me exactly what to do and you can do it yourself. But you have to be upfront. If you're really going to do it yourself, tell them that upfront. And then once everything is where you want it to be, you can then move, pick one company or another company. You got, first of all, you got piles of money. So look, big picture, you're in great shape. You're in great shape, okay? The the details are just that crap's all over the place. That's why you called in. And um, and not only is crap all over, but you, you, know, you were sold a bunch of crap, which is also agonizing for me to hear. If you're going to do your brokerage account, here's what I want you to think about. Stock international bond, okay? I want you to add a bond fund in this. And what you should look at in Vanguard, because you live in California, it's a high-tax state, Look at the California Municipal Bond Fund because the income you would receive would be excluded from state income tax. You should own bonds. And in, in your brokerage account, a California Muni Fund is going to be a better deal for you than 
probably a corporate bond fund. Corporate bond fund is great, you know, to have like an intermediate term bond fund inside of your retirement account. Great. But outside of retirement, a California muni fund in California and New York, these big states that have high taxes, they do have, they do have these muni funds for those. Mark, how much would you put in bonds? Uh, 40 years old, uh, probably 20%. So can you do that 20% into a, a California muni and your, when you, so when you're going to put some money to work, you know, you can do it a little bit at a time or you can do one big lump sum. It's completely up to you. If you're the kind of person who's going to kill yourself, if the market goes down another 20%, then do say, I'll, you know, I'm going to get some of this work to work and, you know, I'm going to have some money go into international, some money to go into a U.S. index, some money to go into a bond fund, and you can dribble it out through the end of the year. If you want to just do it all at once, you can do it all at once. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right. It's our pleasure. All right. So are you, this is a super consolidation spree for Ayana and her husband. It's tough. Um, If you've got stuff all over the place, you want some help, you want to understand what goes to where and how you do it, and you want to just organize your financial life a little bit, Mark and I, we're like Marie Kondo for your money. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, complete the form. We'll let you tell your story and we will guide you through the process. Okay. So just do that jillonmoney.com. While you're there, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. It's great. And also, uh, you can check out our other broadcast, which is a daily podcast called jillonmoney.com. You get it wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Mark Talercio is the co-host and the executive producer. We are distributed by Viacom CBS, which is now known as Paramount Global, but I think it's a mouthful. Anyway, we say it. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple. And of course, put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you on Thursday. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.